When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. We are moving closer and closer to the start of a, a really favourite part of uh, what Murph and I like, love to talk about on uh, Sky Speed, which is uh, World Superbikes and our expert uh, is not having a night out and another romantic dinner. That's Avalon Biddle in Christchurch. Hey, Av. Hey, how's it going? I was actually wondering, every time we try and get you on a Wednesday, your issue sort of gets part of your... Is, is Wednesday your social <laughs> night out? It's a midweek, you know, you've got to do something to get you through. So oh, oh, it's so Friday night at least. So you think hump day is the when you go out and have a nice dinner or just catch up with mates, right? Yeah, yeah, treat yourself a little bit. And then Thursdays normally, oh, better get the bikes ready to go riding on the weekend. <laughs> hey, uh, n- nice nice work on Sky Speed last night. We're pretty much going to talk about uh, what you gave us uh, last night on Speed, which I'm actually watching on replay right now. You look pretty good too. Uh, let's talk about World Superbikes. And there's pretty there's a lot of excitement in the Yamaha camp uh, with, with what they're doing with the upgrades electronically with Toprak. Yeah, definitely. Um, sounds like they've been working hard and actually like quite funny. Uh, funny, I guess, for us. And um, that's complete opposite to MotoGP. You know, the MotoGP riders, are, the blue guys, are complaining about the lack of upgrades over winter, whereas the World Superbike team have been going hard and um, yeah, looking really strong. Top rack, topped the timesheets at that first test and. Um, yeah, it just seems like happy days for them. So it could be a big season ahead because they don't only have top racks. They've got some really um, other fast young guys, including Locatelli, who um, I think we're going to see up there again. Do you, do, do you feel, even even though we're only in testing time and they've got plenty of tests to happen, uh, do you feel that top rack goes in again as the favourite being defending champion? Or do you, being a Kawasaki driver, look at Jonathan Ray go, mm, hang on a minute. <laughs> You know, and they've done and they've done some long running on that Kawasaki. They've done some race distance running. Yeah, um, yeah, I definitely wouldn't ride off Kawasaki. Um, not because I love him, but no, in all seriousness, Johnny is super determined, and the team around him reflects that. Um, they just will not back down, and I think that was said multiple times last year by Yamaha and uh, all of Top Rack's crew that when it's Johnny that you're racing against, you just can't relax. Um, you know, he's always gonna fight to the very end so we'll definitely see that again this year because as we discussed that was one of the exciting parts of last year it was it was a real head-to-head battle and we sort of figured didn't we I mean I know you love top rack but we sort of figured he pushed Ray to a point which made the whole thing really exciting oh wasn't it just so exciting honestly I was watching some of the replays um last week and there's a really great documentary out with top rack um that sort of covers the last round with him and Oh, man, watching all those races back just reminded me how good it was. It was just pretty thrilling. And, like, that moment when his mudguard fell off at Portimao and he crashed in, like, a fifth-gear corner because the mudguard got caught under the front wheel, you kind of... Oh, there was just so much drama and so much great racing. So, um, 
yeah, um, I think we're definitely going to see that again. Let's, let's hope so anyway. 9.22, Greg O'Murphy has joined us right now because we were playing a little bit of Irish music, Av. Hey. Well, because well, tomorrow is uh, St Paddy's Day, which we'd normally be on. So I found Greg O'Murphy. Hey, mate, how are you? Uh, just call me Spud. Spud Murphy. <laughs> oh, very good. Very good. Very good, well, mate. I'm, I am very Irish. I should actually be. I should actually be heading off early tomorrow morning down to the pub. Have me first Guinness. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Oh man! Well, I'm gonna. You know, I, I sometimes give you heaps about your accents. You're on point. Anyway, no, I can do the Irish one. I can do the Irish one. All right. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, we're talking superbikes, Murph. Uh, yeah, we are. I'm just glad to be here. Um, Ev, great to talk to you. Uh, we missed you last week. Um, listen, I, I just started, you know, uh, catching up on some of the details around the season and and. You know, I, I've forgotten about Scott Redding. Well, I hadn't forgotten. I knew he was off to BMW, but um, I missed the whole uh, Alvaro Bautista going back to Ducati. Can you remind me how that all fell apart in the first place a couple of years ago? Because he's going back there after two years with Honda uh, onto the bike, and he's saying that he's uh, going to be a championship contender, and he could very well be after what he did in 2019. Yeah, absolutely. And actually... I just forgot to mention that on Trash Speed too, didn't I? Um, yes. So much to fit into such little time. But, yeah, yeah, really interesting. I don't necessarily think things fell apart with him at Ducati, but he saw that Honda is a really good opportunity. And right. Honda's such a fast bike, like top end speed, it's the fastest bike out there. Um, but something is just not working in that team. So really interesting to see that Honda have can, uh, completely flipped and pitched two really young guys from the MotoGP paddock. Um, and yeah, Ducati have kind of gone back to try and trust a Bautista. So yeah, I think he'll be up there in the mix. It's, I don't want to sound rude, but he is getting older, and you and you do really wonder um, yep. how much fight he has left in him. So it'll be pretty yep. interesting. I think he'll either be there at the front from the beginning of the season, or um, we won't see much from him. So I guess yeah, yeah. we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, 37. Um, I mean, it is it is getting on. It is getting on big time. Uh, but, you know, and I, I remember now watching the start of 2019 and uh, him dominating. It looked like he was going to win the championship with, like, bloody yeah, five right. rounds to go. He won 16 yeah. races. <laughs> right at the beginning of the season as well, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah he, he really worked well with that. Ducati, I do think the difference back then was he'd come straight out of the GP paddock and you don't come out of that paddock and not perform. You know, they're racing at such a high level every weekend. So, yeah, after a couple of, uh, I guess, not-so-hot seasons, I guess, yeah, let's see what he does. But he's definitely got the talent and, um, yeah, yeah, super quick rider. Someone I've admired, admired for a long, long time, so it'd be pretty cool to see him back at the front. Yep, no, absolutely. Now, what is it with um, motorsport uh, riders, car drivers and stuff breaking their legs riding mountain bikes? Vandermark, yeah. missing the Masano test. <laughs> Fractured leg. Bloody hell. I mean, you've oh, got to go I... training, and, I, and I'm, I totally, totally get it. But, geez, they fall off some bikes. Well, I don't really get that one because Michael Vandermark is Dutch and he lives in the Netherlands. He lives in Rotterdam. It's flat. And I'm like, where was he mountain biking? <laughs> 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 to, to break his leg. <laughs> um, yeah, that one took me by surprise, to be honest, and, and what a bummer, obviously, supposed to be lining up with Scott Redding, so um, pretty strong team there, two pretty crazy guys off the track, jeepers, there will be some big parties in that garage, um, but yeah, obviously, Vandermark missing the start of the season, which is 
yeah, not ideal. And, and we see it all the time with motocross incidents too. So I guess you can't really stop them from getting out there and riding. You've got to be fit and you've got to be ready at the start of the year. And there's nothing like riding, uh, like riding on a circuit. So you've got to do everything you can that's close enough to it. So yeah, pretty unfortunate. So so we have Superbike starts at Aragon, round one, eight to the tenth, eight to the tenth of April. Uh, we've got a lot of testing going on with British Superbikes, which is also live on Sky, like World Superbikes. We've got. Uh, 25th and 27th at Snetterton, 31st of March at Donington, and the final test is at Silverstone, and then round one of British Superbikes. Seems to be starting really late, doesn't it? 15th to the 17th of April. Who's the hot team? Who's the hot team for British Superbikes this year? Well, we have to say Paul B. Motorsport to Caddy with Josh Brooks and Tom Sykes. They are definitely going to be strong. Um... That's what I wanted you to do. That was the answer I was looking for. (laughs) (laughs) But BSB always catches you by surprise, doesn't it? Like um, Peter Hickman last year rode really well. Um, Yeah, there's always like those, some teams that sort of seem to start up and go really well. So um, even Leon Haslam's team, although he's on a Kawasaki again, um, I haven't heard of that team before. So I'm not sure if they're new or just renamed, but um, yeah, BSB is just so exciting. how do you guys feel? I almost get anxious about all this racing coming up. I'm like, oh, well, you shouldn't. Full time job and around all this. Hang on, you shouldn't be anxious. You love you love this stuff. I mean, you you, you revel in this stuff. You know, you're like a pig in mud. Just get amongst it and get and and, and, and you love it because you get excited all the time. Uh, but there's a whole heap of Kiwis uh, racing in Britain this year, isn't there? Yeah, there is. So we've got Shane Richardson and Damo Rees, both secured Super Sport 600 rides, which I think is an awesome move. Uh, they were in the Super Competitive Stock 1000 class, which um, probably doesn't, from afar, you just don't understand how competitive that class is. So I really think they're going to shine in Super Sport 600, the two of them. Um, awesome move. Shane's on a factory bike on the Triumph 765. Um, so super competitive machinery and yeah, really looking forward to watching them on TV. And we've also got Zach Fuller competing in Super Stock 600. So Zach's only just turned 20. He's uh, gone over on his own. And, um, yeah, really admirable what he's done. So I'm uh, looking forward to seeing him follow in the footsteps of those other two. And, yeah, hopefully uh, one of them makes it to British Superbike over the next few years. Okay, so we're almost done with you. But have you pulled any engines apart in the last couple of weeks since we last spoke? Have you done anything more about that and, and got your hands ready to <laughs> no. and learnt more about putting it back together? <laughs> no, I'm trying to keep them together now. I'm trying to just ride them. So we've got a race meeting on Sunday here oh. at Rotopena, So Oh, great. What yeah, is it? I'll go out and... And just a local club round, so um, go mix it up with Jacob and um, yeah, just have a bit of fun. It'll be nice. It'll be nice just to get out and actually have a ride, won't it? When was the last one, really? Uh yeah, like a month ago in Teretong. It's yeah. been so spread out. Um, so yeah, really looking forward to just getting back on track and opening the throttle. Okay. Oh, yeah. hey. Enjoy. Opening yes. the throttle. What a way to finish an interview. But I'm going to ask you one final question. We're asking our listeners at the moment to go in the draw for the Repco beer pong table. Where is the next if round? If she gets this right, if she gets this right, we'll put her in the draw, right? Okay. All right. Okay. Sweet. Oh, no. Where is the next round of Repco supercars? <laughs> Don't get on the internet. No. Okay. Don't get on the internet. Okay, so it's called okay, here's a here's a hint. Huge hint. That Simmons Plain is where? Oh, Tasmania. Oh 
straight away. Yeah. Was that too easy, Murph? You, you've got, you've, I'm getting this look from Murph going. <laughs> there's only, there's only one Simmons Plains, and they do race bikes there as well, Stephen. So, yeah, yeah it was sweet. <laughs> oh, she I, gave me too much of a clue. I wanted to say Adelaide, but then I really mean the deck got cancelled. Oh, so. okay. I didn't think that was a. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think that was a ridiculously good uh, uh, clue. All right, Abby. Hey, thanks so much for talking to us. We'll talk again, eh? See you soon. No worries. Thanks, guys. Have, Have a good weekend. Night.